minute. How you doing out there? I'm eating a jelly bean. No big deal. Testing some levels. Looks pretty good. No complaints. Here he comes. Stairs were a bad choice. Uh, yeah, but the setting is the best. I know, right? Like, uh, hey, Dad, we need an elevator. Yeah, right? And a dumbwaiter. So <laughs> yeah, oh my God, man. Uh, let me get a little rust. It's going to be a little rusty. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just let it... Yeah, that's that's normal. It's fine. It's just uh, rinse, rinse out the pipes. Yeah. It's fine. Did <laughs> <laughs> oh. the doctors tell you? Ow. Doctors tell you not to laugh. Ooh, ah, it hurts. <laughs> ah, shoot. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this was the closest. <laughs> What's that? It's like the closest I'll get to like I don't know what like birth. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. Like that might be it. Oh God. Ah. <laughs> That's where we're at. <laughs> ah, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Uh, if anybody was wondering, uh, Joe's been through some shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> where was the last time you left off? Uh, the last time we left off was pre-anything hospital, I think. So right. I, I don't think you had been in there except for the diagnosis. Yeah, okay. So I had... Yeah. An appointment, yeah, that's right. I had an appointment with my oncologist, and uh, then I wound up uh, uh, going to that. It was really weird because that's where you get some real news, and uh, you sit there, and this doctor I have is just straight with us, mm -hmm. and um, he just said, This is the type of cancer he has, it's very aggressive. This is what chemo we're gonna go with, and uh, he didn't. I don't know. It just he knew he knew what he was talking about. It looked like they knew what cancer what um what cancer goes with what chemo. Yeah. yeah. And uh so he was like we are very fortunate. It's a slow drain. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's picking up those bubbles, but that was pretty funny. <laughs> a little bar sink. Uh so yeah, he said uh you know, we are every doctor I talked to him and the uh, the urology doctor said we're confident that he will do well with chemo. Good. Now the hard part is, do they mean the cancer? Like, right? I would hope right. so. I don't know. That was a weird. I just want to say yes to the cancer. Yeah. Otherwise, they would say because they're the experts. I don't want <laughs> right. to second guess anything. So I'm gonna go ahead and say that that was. Otherwise, it cancer. seems like they would tell you something to so you don't. I mean, it's not that they want you to lose that they would want anybody uh, i guess in this position to lose any hope but they also want to be real yep. about stuff mm -hmm. so i would imagine that they were talking about the cancer the whole thing yeah so, yeah so that's uh yeah that's the news we got and then he's like we are talking about stage four and i was like uh what and yeah. you know you at least know that much yeah. the higher the number the worse it is yeah. yeah so i'm like great let's go for five and you know you want <laughs> another one in. good yes <laughs> i got you here for a month now there you oh go. man so anyway um yeah yeah i got that going for me but you know i got uh other people who like my cousin who is a nurse in des moines and mm -hmm. she works in the cancer section but her cancer section focuses more on lower cancer bladder cancer stuff like that and uh, she said, you know what, uh, stage four doesn't really mean as much as it used to years ago. Um, so she's like, I've seen a lot of people have stage four, and they've turned it right around. Bounce back. And they're still here, and they're good to go. Good. And uh, even my uh, my brother's friend, uh, who is an ER doctor in Des Moines, mm -hmm. uh, he even said, like, hey, man, um, that's very good news Uh Stage four doesn't really mean anything in certain cases. It's just a starting point. Um, if you have like stage four lung cancer, you're probably knocking on, you're digging your grave. Yeah. You know, if you have a certain, it's just a starting point. So it depends on where you're at. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, it's been pretty hopeful because I got a scan, a PET scan mm -hmm. in the meantime. 
And that's where I went to the oncologist and he's like, I want you to do the PET scan. So here we had the worst news of where we're at. And then I did the PET scan. He's like, I'm going to call you after the PET scan. So I'm like, okay, let's do this. So for the PET scan, I go in and they give me a, this was interesting. They actually had, uh, you know, they said it was about an hour and a half long and I'm thinking, Oh God, I'm going to be sitting, laying down, getting scanned for an hour and a half. Yeah. And they check me in and they're like, well, here's the deal. Um, it actually, it was a vacation, man. It was so weird. And they put me into this room and she gives me an injection. I got to give you the tracer injection. And once I put it in, I'm going to take it right out and you can drink some water and listen to music. Mm-hmm. And she dims the lights. It's like, this has to be, yeah. <laughs> She's like, setting the mood for yeah. you. Yeah, I'm like, hey. <laughs> and uh, she didn't stick around. Uh, she, <laughs> so, Is this waterbed necessary? <laughs> it's got fish in there. They're pretty sure they're dead. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she dimmed the lights and she said, well, the tracer has to stay in your body for an hour. So I'm going to watch the clock. Oh. You got to... Chill zone, here's a nice warm blanket, listen to music, try to take a nap. If not, I was dinking around on my phone mm-hmm. and you know, took a little nap, drank some water. And uh, then she's like, the scan actually takes like 12 minutes. So it's the scan that takes the least amount of time. It's very misleading yeah. when you hear that the that the whole thing at the beginning is going to take an hour and a half. Yeah. And then they tell you 12 minutes. Yeah. And so then I sit there, arms up, and they put me through the donut. You know, and it's not that deep of a donut, but uh, it was just odd because you just like, I wonder what they're going to find. And you hear the zipping noise of mm-hmm. and just like you're like six inches away from it. And I'm just like, oh, huh, that's cool. It's kind of neat. There's a nice seam. And you just kind of you pass through it real slow. And then like you kind of slowly, I don't know how much control they got over you or how much it's automated, but then you're kind of pulled into a certain section and they kind of scan you. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of back you up a little bit more and they scan you some more. And then at the end of it, you hear the... And then they just pull you back in place. Yeah. And they're, hey, you're good to go. And thank you. And uh, yeah. you're gone. And so then I had my anxiety of, uh, you know, uh, getting that news of like, oh, my God, it's going to be buckshot. It's going to mm. be every fucking where in my body, right? And uh, about an hour later, I get a call from a doctor, and he said, uh, yeah, we found, and he had that tone. He had that direct tone, and mm-hmm. it confirmed exactly what he was saying. And he said, we found it in your stomach, and we found it in your esophagus. Uh, it's on one lymph node. That's it. We are talking stage four cancer. But he was direct, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, okay. Uh, and so he was like, uh here we go. <laughs> yeah. And that was the best news we got because he said, it's not in your lungs. It's not in your heart. It's not in your kidneys. And he was telling me stuff it wasn't. So I, I would have expected him to tell me where it was if it was found. Mm-hmm. Not in my brain. Not in, I'm like, whoa. So all of a sudden, <clears throat> that is the best news. The day before is the same news. Yeah. Worst news ever. And the same news the day after in a scan. Best news ever. Yep. And for so sure. that kind of helped pull me through. Uh, that pulled me through here. So yeah. we had a really easy peasy uh, weekend and uh, went over and tried to prepare the best I can for chemo. Uh, so I went to my house and showered up and packed a bag, a uh, suitcase, brought some clothes over, my entertainment, iPad, you name it. Uh, tried to get some clothes worth uh, worth the laundry load, I guess. Yeah. So uh, that's what I did and uh, got packed up. And I'm staying in my childhood bedroom downstairs, like you saw. And uh, yeah, and you helped me haul in. Lance helped me haul in my 50-inch TV with my brother. Uh, So I have my own TV in my own childhood bedroom, (laughs) which is like, I had never had a 50-inch in my childhood bedroom. It's an interesting combo, isn't it? (laughs) Ended up in your old childhood bedroom with a new flat screen (sighs) TV. That's right. I, still, I guess I guess it depends on how long ago you were in your childhood bedroom. If you're in your 30s, like us, then it's different. I still had surround sound when I was 17 in that room. Nice. I, I, I never still, had surround sound. I, I had a I had a nice Iowa stereo A I W A, mm-hmm. not you know where we live, <laughs> and it had it had like the surround speakers that would be on it, mm-hmm. but it was not like speakers tucked up in the yeah. corner oh, type. Dude, surround. I always had that. 
Nice. I always did. Like I had it growing up in my room. Your yes. parents were way cooler. Well, than my I was told numerous times to turn it down. Really? You know. Well, I'm, you're right I'm, next to okay. the living room. Yeah. I'm like, whoops. <laughs> but, you know, once my bro- older brother moved, we're three and a half years apart. Yeah. So all of a sudden I'm only child. Yeah, I could afford to crank it from time to time nice. and just like, boosh. And, and so <laughs> I uh, yeah, definitely had that in college. I saved up and got a surround sound system for the living Excellent. room. And I saved up and like it just progressively got better and better. And now I have surround sound in my living room and the basement. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I just surround myself. The soonest that I could get one, I got a, I got a surround sound system for the living room in well let's see where would have been the first place i had one probably uh, 2002 ish 2002 2003 over in iowa city yeah i got one of those old uh five disc dvd players (laughs) that had the it might have been like a panasonic no no no, it was definitely a sony i was in a sony phase then so a nice silver box that that then had the surround sound you know you you have it especially when you're in college you know you're in an apartment so you've got a part of the living room that is closed off to the rest so that way you can tuck all your wires around there oh my god I'm not sure my roommates appreciated it. But, you know, you also got fined for every hole you put in the wall. Exactly. You know, (laughs) so this is funny because like, so we get the TV set up, right? Yeah. And all I need is just a password. Yeah. My dad didn't realize it's a smart TV like his. Mm -hmm. So he's like, well, do, do, do I need to like help you get access to the internet with that? Like, do, do I need to be... Like, I'll drill holes through the wall. That's totally fine. Like, he's thinking analog (laughs) style, which I think is hilarious. No, no, no. I I just need the password. I'm good to go. I think there's a lot of people now with new TVs. They don't even plug in cable to it. All you need is Netflix, Hulu, all of that. Your Pluto TV. Yeah. Got to give Pluto TV a plug here. That's a rad I wish that they were a sponsor. God. Good app, huh? Good app. Definitely a good app. Yeah, they got poker all all the time. Poker channel. I'm clearing my throat like crazy over here. Too many jelly beans. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Boo. It's weird. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to try to clear this out. Womp, womp. You want yeah. a cup of water? It's a, not cup that, of, a cup of rusty water? It's not that bad. It really isn't. It's not. It might sure. All right, I'll here. take some rusty water. It's, a good, it's good to chat with some, you know. I'm digging this old, yeah, old ass alarm clock over here in the corner. Yeah, my parents had that. It's a digital. And this is their... TV, the Sony TV. Yeah. Uh, nice. But An old CRT? Yeah, but the, I can't get rid of that. Oh, nice. That's, that's their wedding. Yeah, day. don't get rid of that. Yeah, that's, their, that, that's, that's when they started making handles on the sides. Yeah, that's their to wedding. To help day. you carry that shit. So we can't get rid of that. <laughs> Never ever. Yeah. What year did your parents get married? Uh, 1980, so they're coming up on 40. Thank you, sir. Coming up on 40 in the July. And, uh, yeah. Uh, and my mom was going oh, yeah. through my uh, my grandma. Hopefully, all this picked up. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. So, you guys can hear, right? Yeah. That's fine. So 1980, and my mom's going through all of uh, grandma's uh, house stuff. She's she's the executor of her uh, will or whatever, yeah. um, uh, or power of attorney. I yeah, guess right. she's, she's not dead. Um, but yeah, we're trying to. Grandma's in uh, in a nursing home, mm-hmm. and uh, we're trying to sell her house. So uh, what we're doing is, Mom's going through and getting all the files and everything. You, you name it, fixing up the house. She brings home this file box that has stuff from her childhood, from mm-hmm. like what her and her siblings took to like find out what job they would be good at. You know, oh, and so nice. like one of my aunts also became an accountant, just mm-hmm. like my mom. Uh, but yeah, even my, uh, even my, like my uncle who became a rocket scientist, uh, wound up, you will be good at mathematics. And nice. like, yeah, so that's been kind of fun to go through. And, and she was like, oh, she had every, my grandma saved every little cutout, every newspaper cut out of their wedding, you know? And like my mom was digging out like napkins that said, you know, Bill and Veronica Vaughn yeah. on it. And it's like, this is what we had to pick out. This is what we used to do. It was like, wow. oh my God. And so, uh, then she's like flipping through and then she's like, 
all of us got married on election years. Oh, that's... <laughs> and even, yeah. That is a fun fact. And I'm like, what about Uncle Mike? Yeah. Uncle Mike is a priest, so he never got married. But he's like, well, he got ordained in 2000. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's funny. That's funny. So, yeah. Oh, man. Even, like, remarriage, too. Like, yeah. my aunt got remarried election year. It's like, wow. what the fuck? Yeah. We should uh, set the setting here. We're we're so you already know that we're in Joe's uh, parents' yeah. house because that's where he's going to be camping out for a while, and we are up in the attic, finished attic, and there's a pool table, there's a bar, we got the we got some uh, water hookups over here. Yeah. We've got old stereos, vinyl cassettes. Yeah, this is a lot of uh, tin if, signs throughout yeah. the years. So if I end up getting kicked out of my house while you're here, yeah. this is where I'm going to stay. Yeah, it's great. I know, it's really fun. We used to have a big TV here, but you know, I stole it for college. But and but the surround like, sound stuck around. There's still surround sound. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I know, right? So today you had an appointment. Today I had an appointment. Oh, my God. So yeah. um, this appointment was to kind of eh, help me in case of uh, I don't have cancer in my kidney. But right. there is a tube that they think is being blocked off by something, a swelling. It might not be a tumor, but, you know, obviously my stomach and shit down in there is swelling. Yeah. That they're, like, pinching, I don't know. Um, science. So they <laughs> want to go in and make sure my kidney gets uh, 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 drained yeah. well. So they said, well, we're going to put a stent in. And we're going to go ahead and put a stent in. We're going to put a stent in the other one. Like, That's mm-hmm. right. Um, so I found out that um, it was my right kidney that they're going to put a stent in. And what's funny about it was I had no idea that they put a second one in. So one into my left one. Okay. Which didn't necessarily need it, but as a precaution, okay, uh, that's what they did. So I didn't hear any of this until the car ride home. That ah, uh, yeah. yeah. So Dad got a phone call and said, "Oh, they actually put one in your left." I'm like, "What?" And I get it. I'm not mad or anything, but I think it's funny that I was woken up and discharged papers and not not nobody once. mentioned it. No. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we put another one. In. It's like you. <laughs> Well, everyone knows uh, if you went to school that the right kidney is the creative one. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's <laughs> what I remember. And now he's down in some protein that's shake. That's right. That's there right. I haven't had much in me today. But uh, said you weighed in at one fifty-five the other day. Yeah, you lost some lost some LBS. Yeah. So I'm going to meet with a nutritionist tomorrow. So anyway, okay. Oh. So to wrap this one up, it's funny because yeah. first they get me in. And then they're going over the stuff that's going to put me out. Yeah. So they said, this is the part I was excited about and called you about earlier, was uh, they gave me two drugs. Uh-huh. And one was propofol. And I'm like, that's the Michael Jackson drug. Yes. And they're like, yep, you'll have a little bit of that. And then you also have a little bit of the Prince drug. Mm. What, what, what one was is that th- one? This is how they described it? Mm-hmm. I caught on to what those drugs yeah. were, yeah. and I was joking with the nurse, like, "Yeah, that's that's right," you know. <laughs> and then uh, she, but then she brought up Prince because I forget what Prince had, but mm-hmm. it was uh, something. It's not coming to me right now, but I think it was Tylenol. Uh, yeah, was that? yeah, that's right. It was a uh, chewable vitamin. Ah, yes, that's <laughs> what it was. A Flintstones vitamin. <laughs> oh, no. oh, bye, Prince. Goodbye. Oh man, a chewable. Uh, yeah, you're looking at that one. So, yeah, I am. Sentinel sent uh, propofol and s- started with an S or something. I want to say, mm-hmm. uh, maybe, but uh, yeah, that was pretty exciting. And I'm like, oh, I'm a rock star right now. That's so, right. Uh, so I get in and they put me into the fentanyl. Fentanyl. So okay, was... fentanyl. Fentanyl and propofol. I had a mix of those two today. Okay, and perfect so I, cocktail. Mm-hmm. So I go in. I got my IV. I get into the operating room, and they have me scoot over to the main table. Mm-hmm. It's got the lights. It's got everything. So I'm with three nurses and a guy who's the anesthesiologist. Okay. And uh, they're like, do you know what you're here for today? I'm like, yep. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. glad you're asking, but uh, you guys are going to put something through my penis. And they're like, <laughs> yep, yep. That's these three nurses that have seen it all. They're like, ah, yep, that's the way to go. And that's like, the way I'm to like, go. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. So I get in position, and they put uh, the cuff on me for blood this pressure. This is the position is face down and... Ass up. Ass right. up. Okay. Right. <laughs> Good. So uh, 
I'm in I'm in position, and they put the cuffs on my calves so I don't get uh, clots. Okay. So they just like inflate. Okay. And like, okay. And then uh, I get my blood pressure cuff on. I got my left IV on. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, I'm just putting my hands for. Oh, just put them here. Put them here. Okay. Uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, the guy is like, uh, "Okay, uh, I want you to breathe. Just pure oxygen. This is just pure oxygen. Just relax. You're good to go." And then I feel my left hand start to go warm, and mm. that's the drugs are going in. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "Well, I might as well just get ahead of this and just kind of." <laughs> and <laughs> I don't remember a thing after that. At and I woke up in a different room with two different people that weren't in that room. So hand gets warm. Yeah. And you feel yourself relax. Yeah. For like a split second, or how long did it take before you didn't remember anything? Well, that's the thing is I got ahead of it. I wasn't yeah. like trying to count. 10, 9, 8, right. you know, um, which I should have played that game. Of, yeah. like, Let's do this. Okay. I oh. think that people always did that just to fuck with people. Yeah. It seems like there's really no reason to count backwards. You got down to four there, buddy. Maybe yeah. next time. Or one of those, uh, what do they do if you're, uh, if you're super drunk and driving? Then they make you say the alphabet backwards. Z-Y-X-W-B-U-T. Do you know that? Fuck you. Uh, I don't well, know that. I need to... I need to think about each letter. Yeah, it takes practice. <laughs> yes, I so then you're prepared for later. I need to get on that. Uh-huh. And then I need to start drinking more. Yeah. Then you can prove yourself. I know. I know. <laughs> I can't walk a straight line, but I know this. Yeah. So... Yeah, so I wake up in a different room okay. with two different people that are now the nurse. There's so many nurses. It's amazing. And were they getting dressed? Uh, me. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, <laughs> I woke up with nurses like, hey. You know. <laughs> what show was that? Was that, a, uh, was that a Seinfeld thing where he wakes up in, in the dentist chair? And, uh, oh, yeah. They were getting it, it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Wasn't that uh, Brian Cranston mm-hmm. in Seinfeld? Oh, getting it on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so you yeah. so you wake up. It's amazing. There's so many nurses because you get the check-in nurse. Yeah. You have the IV nurse. Uh-huh. You have the nurses in the operating room. Then you have the nurses that just make sure you're waking up okay. Okay. And then you have a different nurse that helps you with the discharge paper. How you feeling? Do you need some water? What can I get? So I mm-hmm. had like five nurses yeah. in this whole procedure. So I wake up in a random room, and it's not the room I started out in. And I'm like, oh, what? And I was just like woke up and i was just like I, how long was i how long have i been here not long not long like uh-huh. did did you guys like wake me up or no no we actually you know what we give you the drugs and we just you know um we have the patients wake up on their own so they're okay. just in the room chit-chatting until i like pick up on it and go like what and mm-hmm. i'm like okay so then i'm just making jokes with these two and like oh ha 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 my god <laughs> I'm just like these are strangers I haven't seen you know well it looks like you're doing okay we'll, we'll get you to your other you know your uh, other room so it was just bizarre that I just woke up in a different room yeah and like you did well you did great and I'm like how like I was just asking questions like how how'd you like how'd they do it like I mean like there's only so much space down there right you know and then they they said well we have these really, really tiny tools. And I'm like, tiny my ass. <laughs> How dare you? I thought you'd be getting, chipping away with a pickaxe and sledgehammer. Jesus. Tiny tool. Oh, you know, it's so tiny. <laughs> That's not what you want to hear. It's not what you want to... I think you mean adequate tools. Yeah. I just made God. them look smaller. That's what's up. So, <laughs> so I had some fun with some dick jokes. and And oh, my God. And then I got in... And I wasn't as loopy, but I was alert. And yeah. part of it was the prerequisites was that I needed to use the restroom before I go. Yeah. Nurse walked me there, and still I'm peeing blood where I'm just like, uh, and oh, do I need help? Do you need help? And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, this is just this something new. not great. Whew, yeah, yeah, something new. So I've been doing all right today. And, Good. uh, you know, I came home and it's been a bright, sunny day, and I think that really helped because Easter, uh, you know, it was cold and rainy here, yeah. and I think it made a hell of a difference to, you know, feel feel better yep. when there's sun to go into what I'm going into next. I agree. So, yeah. So then that brings us to tomorrow. Yeah. So that brings us into chemo port tomorrow, show up to the hospital at 7 o'clock. 
after that's done, I go to McFarland and get my blood done so they can see how many white blood cells I have. Then I go over to the cancer center and then uh, get set up with an appointment there. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be a how you doing, uh, any other mm-hmm. questions kind of thing. Then I get set up with a chemo with a mm-hmm. with a pump. So I take that pump home with me and it pumps chemo into me for three days. You bring it home? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this procedure is a little bit different because I know everyone's been super thoughtful and like, oh, you're going to be bored and sitting there with chemo, which is in most cases you're in like a room with just people with IVs, you know. And so I'm like, "Mm, well, if I get to go home, then woohoo, like I found a fast track, I guess, you know. Uh, So that's what it's going to be like. And I'm a little bit nervous as to, you know, I just got to take their word for it. I know I'm going to feel like crap. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if how I'm going to lose my hair. Some people don't. Some people do. And, you know, it's not much. I, I don't know. But uh, I got the uncertainties coming my way. Uh, so tomorrow, we need tomorrow. That's, right. you know, we're going to do it. It's going to make me feel better. And uh, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. And uh, so even today, had a phone call from Genetics. And they said they wanted to test my blood. And they said, uh, insurance covers this because you're uh, you're so young and you meet different criteria for this t- particular cancer. And they were c- curious as to, uh, like, what's this mean for your family? Did you inherit something from a past relative mm-hmm. that you got from your mom or dad? Or It was really kind of neat. And she's like, well, if you test positive for this sort of gene, that gives us options down the road to do this. If you don't, then that's okay. You know, we have several different options to go with after chemo and blah, 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 blah. So they seem pretty confident that okay. you'll do well with chemo and then we have other options after. So I don't know how long I'll be on it, how many sessions I need to do, but uh, get this shit out of here. It's just like, yeah, one day mm. at a time. So yep. it's one day at a time. So this involved uh, calling my brother and calling family in some certain respects because they said, in my case, I have a diagnosis of stomach cancer. Mm -hmm. And if I'm like, this does not, I'm protected if I change my life insurance. Uh, Now, if I get something genetically where like my brother could have it, you know, he's the one that like, he's on regular meds. I want to say, I don't know. He, He has allergies he has troubles with heartburn. Mm-hmm. He takes, you know, the anti-acid stuff. And uh, so my, even my mom was like, if anyone was going to have stomach cancer, I'd expect it to be him because mm-hmm. he's older and he takes all that stuff. And I don't like, you know, it's, yeah. it doesn't make sense. So if he somehow has something <clears throat> that means that you might be susceptible to this, then he needs to change his, uh, he has to change his life uh insurance policy just him because he's not protected so if the life insurance finds out that like you did this genetic thing that told you you're you know uh you might be positive with whatever it might be okay then they might decide to jack up your premiums or not carry you Mm -hmm. so we kind of called them and said uh all right we're gonna do this genetic test uh, but you need to do something with your life insurance first and jack it up a bit for coverage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to where you might need to be. And then that way you're good to go and you're covered already okay. and you can just keep it. So we called him. It's like, all right, now we're going to do this genetic test. And so tomorrow when I get my port in, they take blood. They're just going to take extra blood. And okay. then they uh, send it out to uh, San Francisco where the lab is. And then I won't hear anything for two weeks, and uh, hopefully it gives us some answers. Well, the blood has to go to the fish market. That's right. It needs to do some sightseeing. Uh And then when it decides that it's ready to be processed. Yeah, and a lot of stuff's closed, so it won't see stuff. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Yeah, it can only see landmarks. That's about it. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, at least there won't be lines. I know. I mean, Lombard Street, you can zigzag down that (laughs) like a motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) You could uh, get to go from in and out. You could do that. Yeah. Hit up Joe's Crab Shack. That's it. Get some yeah. takeout. Yeah. No that's, wax museum. Then. That's the <laughs> fair point. Boo. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where my blood's going is to San Fran. And wow. Hopefully. my Well, my blood has been to San Fran because I have. <laughs> hey. So, weird. I like it. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. 
Yeah. I hope it gets a better. I, don't know. <laughs> I hope it has a better experience uh, maybe, than you I don't did. Know. Wait a <laughs> My blood has been there. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so yeah, that's the deal tomorrow. And I'm not looking like I don't know, man. Like good vibes. I have good people around yeah, me. Yeah, man. Um, like. You know, I was excited this weekend because I didn't have to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have to get any bad news. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to really, I could just kind of forget about things for a while. Mm-hmm. So cancer is going to be on my back a bit yeah. with this chemo. Uh, it's good. It's good for me. But um, I don't know. I mean, I can only, if this thing's zapping me for three days, like, mm-hmm. that's okay. But uh, Day and um, night? Three yeah, days? Uh-huh. So... Yeah, it's going to be weird. I don't know what showering looks like or if I just say fuck it and whatever. I'll just touch up the important parts yep. and whatever. Um, Eyebrows. That's right. It's the most important part. <laughs> it's It gets sweaty. Here's a very definitive. <laughs> like, blah. So, yeah, that's where I'm at is um, I'm going to have some shitty days, um, but I'm also looking forward to where I just have to process through it. Yeah. You know, I just have to... I just have to process through it and be thankful I don't have another appointment. Uh, yeah. And just like live, just live because I get a little bit of anxiety every day when it gets to be about, about now, about mm-hmm. seven, seven o'clock when, you know, things are wind, winding down yep. and then all of a sudden I'm like, fuck, I got to wake up. I got to, and then we got to deal with this and mm-hmm. I got some pain going into tomorrow. But, you know, today I rocked it and I just fucking did it and, uh. Uh, people don't know how I've been so strong. I'm like, I just gotta go through it. And yeah, I, I fuck uh, you. I think that, like you said, you're probably gonna continue to have those lulls in the day where you start overthinking things. But as long as your attitude stays the same going into the next day or whatever it is that you need to deal with, I think yeah. that, I think that you're gonna be fine. Yeah. So I've been telling people on the phone, like, yep, we just need to make cancer its bitch, man. And just like yeah. my bit. And then they kind of chuckle. I'm, I know you're being professional, but they kind of, they get it. Mm-hmm. And everyone's told me, like, even today, the genetics woman called and was like, how are you doing today? And everyone's been so, they don't know what they're walking into mm-hmm. when they make these phone calls, you know. And uh, so they're just very mellow. How are you? Good. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, they're expecting everyone to, like, breakdown and you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so so with you they got a little something different yeah and i think that's what i like to <laughs> offer something a little different so uh she was like well you sound very chipper for what you're going through i'm like well i mean what else can i do like yeah. i can yeah. i can eat and do what i can on the nutrition yeah. side uh but most of the heavy lifting is uh from the doctors here so uh what I'm just kind do? of around yeah, for it. Yeah, so I've been trying to stay positive, and I'm thankful I have the people in my life I do. Because, uh, you know, uh, cancer hits certain families or certain people, and they don't mm-hmm. have the resources uh, other families do. Right. Uh, so that's kind of a uh, that's a thing I thought about was like, man, if I didn't have the parents I have, uh, this would be the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. You know, this would be... I'm sure some families are selling cars or right. they're doing whatever right. they can and be like, or debt <clears throat> is debt. Who cares? Mm-hmm. We're just going to do it yep. and pay for it later. Yeah. I, you know. uh, gosh. Yeah. Everything that they're telling you, all of the stuff that you have going for you right now, I think you're sitting in the best possible situation for mm-hmm. all of this and mindset. Yeah. And mindset's a huge, huge part of it. Yeah. So. so I've been pretty easy going. That's kind of my own, you know, I crack jokes left and right, but I'm usually pretty easy going anyway. Yeah. You know, but it's been fun to have an enemy to be like, right. fuck this. <laughs> and everyone's like, I know. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it, cancer touches everyone. It's mm-hmm. so weird. Uh, yeah. Everyone knows someone with it or been impacted by it, you yep. know, and, uh, and now it's it's me and I get to, I get to inspire everyone, you mm-hmm. know, uh, hopefully uh, people can learn from me. I don't know what I have to teach, um, mm-hmm. but uh, you know those blood cancer centers are gonna learn from my DNA. They're gonna, you know, people are gonna look to me, and, and uh, I don't, I don't know what they're gonna learn. But I'm mm-hmm. trying to, trying to just be cool and and uh, just go with it. And yeah, I know a lot of people pulled through. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what the future holds. But did you ever find out 
how common or uncommon it is to have it be where the esophagus meets the stomach. Did he ever talk about no, that? Not really. He just told where it was, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty common. Yeah. Uh, my supervisor's uh, father uh, had stomach cancer. I don't know if it was in the esophagus or whatever, but uh, he said, you know what? He pulled through 10 years ago, so I'm pretty uh, positive you'll you'll do just fine. And uh, 10 years ago, he was 70 years old. Oh, wow. So I'm like, okay, sounds good. Yeah. And then like today, I changed over, like him or hate him, I get it. He's a little bit controversial, but I did meet Lance Armstrong years ago on Ragbri and uh, got a photo with him. And uh, mm-hmm. there was another... A uh, guy from the local paper that got me a good photo of me shaking hands with him. Yeah, so it's a he great said, photo. like, dude, like, uh, wait, uh, wait a couple weeks after Ragbri. Here's my card. Reach out to me, nice. and I bought the photo or whatever. So today I changed my profile picture to a picture of me and Lance Armstrong, mm-hmm. and my profile, the cover photo, which is a big deal, is like it's the picture of me shaking hands with yeah. with Lance Armstrong. But the big deal in that. Well, is. the the big deal is that the what you guys have in common is you both nailed Cheryl Crow. That's right. That's right. And we have exactly the same amount of Tour de France trophies. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So if, uh, you know, I haven't changed my cover photo yeah. since I've met Jim Gaffigan, and that was 2011. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I haven't changed I didn't think it about that. at all since I met him, so that it's was a big a deal. Time. That was a big deal. I'll probably change it back, but that was a big deal for me. Yeah. That I just never, never changed it, because then people add me, and they go, Jim Gaffigan, what the fuck? You know, mm-hmm. it's just kind of a fun thing. So I have, you know, I've met the man who's had it worse than I have, Yeah, uh, and he's gone on to do some great things and mm-hmm. keep cancer research going. So again... He might not be your favorite, but uh, he's he's a good guy to have in the corner right now. I mean, but, he got kind of a raw deal. Yeah. In that whole, like, I am, I get it. I get it. But anybody that was really upset, like, did you really have any stake in, <laughs> you know, I, I would imagine if you were one of the other people uh, that were racing that ended up not placing or something because of something like that and felt betrayed. But other than that... Just the average person in the world, like really, like do you give a shit? Yeah, I, I don't. don't know. It doesn't really. Know. I get it. I know why he did it. You yeah. know, uh, he wanted to keep cancer research going, mm-hmm. so he had to do what he could to cover shit. Like this is for cancer. This mm-hmm. isn't just me being an asshole doping. Yeah. Well, guess what? Everyone dopes. Yeah, everybody dopes. Exactly. So it's not. He's just the main. You know, he's the main. <sighs> The most he was the one that guy. got busted. But yeah, exactly. And the most uh, famous. Yeah, I was going to say the guy at the top. Yeah. So, so like I understood his perspective when there was a documentary that came out that I'm like, oh, I get, okay, I get it. I don't think I watched that. Um, I think it was on Netflix or something. I forget okay. what it was, but it t- even interviewed some of his closest friends oh. that said like we were in, he was in the Tour de France and we were in the hospital with him when yeah. the doctor came in and asked, what drugs are you on? And we're like, well, should, should we leave? And he's like, no, 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 guys, it's totally cool, totally fine. And then what drugs are you on now? I'm on cortisone, blah, 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 all this stuff you're not allowed to be on. And they're just uh-huh. kind of looking like, what the fuck? You know? Uh-huh. And yeah, so I don't know how they got out of, I don't know how they got away with saying stuff on a documentary. Like an NDA? Or? I don't know. I don't think he, I don't know. Maybe it was just, you, you're tight friends with me, you should know better than, you know, one would think. Don't say anything. I don't know. But uh, so, yeah, that's my Lance Armstrong stories. I, I met him uh, in one that's of the cool. dark towns, and he was the celebrity. Uh, he was the celebrity, uh, what do you call it, uh, bartender. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. And uh, it was all for flood relief for this town up in northwest uh, Iowa, Rock, for Rock Rockford. Something. Rockford? Way uh, well, that's, way or is that Illinois? Up there. Rock, oh, uh, that's Rockwell? Rock, Rockwell, Rock something. Rock this town? Something. Rock me like a hurricane. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, he was the celebrity one. And my, my friend, Dave, was like, there's no way. There's no way you're getting a photo with Lance Armstrong. Uh-huh. And I waited long enough. And I'm like, oh, that's where he's going. Okay. And what they were doing was that uh, uh, everyone was giving Lance money. And he would take the money and put it into a 
bucket, basically. Yeah. And then some guy would kind of come up and be like, what's up? And I'm like, um, Bud Light. And so he'd hand you Bud Light. So if you put up your money, he would spend some time with you. Hey, how you doing? Good. Yeah, yeah. He'd sign something. He'd say hi to nice. you. So there was a girl. He was going to all the girls. So I picked up on this real quick. Imagine that. And I'm like, okay, this is how So you then do. you grew some boobs. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Real fast. Yep, that's right. And uh, so there was this girl to my left that put up her dollar. Okay. So I take my dollar and I put it right next to her because who's going to say no to money? Right. So they take it and what do you need? And so he spends some time with her and then he goes over a couple people because he knew I put mine up and it comes over. He's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, can I get a phone? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Give my phone to a guy behind me like, hey, help help me out mm-hmm. and uh, snapped a photo with him. And then I turn and I'm like, what do I, what do I say? He's, he's hosted Saturday Night live mm-hmm. he's been in dodgeball so that's the route i went that's right was like ah this is after the fact too this is when people <laughs> really didn't like him but rag Bry kind of you know he, it was his safe it was pretty fresh yeah then wasn't it yeah but there was a lot of rag Bry people that still supported him you yeah. know and it's lance fucking art and i've seen him many times but i just never got the actual chance to meet him and mm-hmm. shake hands with him so that was really cool and uh so i saw him in the heyday when he came to rag Bry. And he was doing the Livestrong stuff, nice. and then I got to see him afterwards. And I, that, you know, that's probably why I got to meet him because he's mm-hmm. trying to do good. And uh, yeah, so I shook hands with him and I said, uh, "Hey, uh, loved you in dodgeball," because <laughs> he was at the very end. And he's like, "Oh yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks." Uh, <laughs> so then I went out of the group that was mauling everyone and yeah. uh, got, and I found my buddy Dave, and uh, he's like. No, and I showed him a photo. He's like, bullshit, bullshit. You just fucking met him? <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, how do you just get in there, man? <laughs> so that whole year, uh, I think that... Back then, Dave didn't know your skills. Yeah. That so. year, I met... That one week, I met Lance Armstrong, and I got a selfie with Brett Michaels, okay. and I met Chris Saul's The Bachelor, oh, the Iowa Bachelor. All, right. all boom, boom, boom. Bachelor from Iowa. Bachelor from Iowa. I didn't know that. that uh, I've never, I've never watched that show. Yep, but he was big, and he was in Strawberry Point, and there was a dude on the side of the road going, "Meet Iowa's Bachelor, Chris Saul's right here, ten feet away." I'm like, "No line." Could you tell me what the fuck Strawberry Point is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an Iowa town up north. Um, it's a town. It's a town. All Strawberry right. Strawberry Point. It's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go check it out. It's really cool. Um, <laughs> but lived here my whole life. Uh-huh. I didn't know that was a place. That's why you do Ragbra. You'll learn All right. of, like these tiny little towns. And yeah. uh, if you do it enough, you're like, I think I've been here before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The route went this way last time. And then we went up that way. I've been a lot of places because of weddings. Yeah. I've driven through a lot of places. Um, but I've never, yeah. ever heard of that. So, yeah. So, I changed all that to, you know, Lance Armstrong today. That's cool. Been uh, getting some good, uh, put out the Facebook posts. And there have been like. Finally made it public. Yeah. Yeah. I think I most people know. Uh, but I wanted, there's, you know, like my next door neighbors didn't. There was people who. Like, are just kind of outside that circle where yeah. you consider friends, but you don't really catch I, up. I got a couple texts yeah. today once you put it out there as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Every, okay. everybody, everybody's looking out for you. Oh, so. who was texting you, man? Oh, I can tell you afterwards. Oh, yeah, right. That's fine. Drop um, names. But yeah, man. It was like, I just want to put it out there because in my mind, I wanted I wanted people to know for some reason, mm-hmm. and that's okay. And uh, if you don't care, then that's fine. But I didn't want to go down the road, mm-hmm. and then someone figured it out, but then they feel bad. Oh, I didn't know. You know oh, no one told me, you know? Yeah. So I just kind of did it. Well, there's like, so many people. There's so many people in your life yeah. and in your past, you know, maybe people that you haven't talked to and five years, ten years, you know, that, that you have access to on Facebook. Right. So, or vice versa, they have access to you on Facebook. Yeah. So, yeah. Extended family members, you yeah. know, and uh, I've already gotten like three gifts today. It's oh, insane. That's nice. Oh, my God. Like, thank you so much. Yeah. My cousin came and she pre baked lasagnas and nice. meatloaf and snacks. And oh my I'm going to get, uh, I'll get Becky on those uh, <laughs> mashed potatoes and oh uh, noodles that you like. Ugh. It went down easy. I kept it down. Nice. So that was nice. But uh, yeah, I already had like three gifts today and people would, oh, just, hey, if it wasn't COVID, I think we would have conversations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's just been, hey, check your back door. And then, oh, what's what's this? And oh, it's a a nice diffuser. And it's a, oh, thank you very much, you know, and 
uh, people have just been so kind, and I've been getting some cards in the mail from people at work, and oh my gosh, it's uh, I'm feeling the love, um, and it helps a lot, and so... Uh, you yeah. better be feeling it. Yeah, it's... Uh, or I'm going to lay it on <laughs> thicker! Oh! <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah, so I think that's where we're at. I'm just trying to... I'm excitedly nervous for yeah. tomorrow, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and if it's a if it's a three day process of you taking in the chemo, and you get to go home for it, I had no idea that it would be over three days. Yeah. When did you learn that? Um, first day of first day uh, before the PET scan. Okay. When I had the oncologist appointment. Yeah. 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 I I always assumed that it was much smaller doses, and I'm basing this off of nothing scientific just things that i've seen on tv yeah. or in movies i've and... reached out to a lot of my cancer friends that i know had cancer and it's different for every person it's so different where uh in some people's cases you take uh you take chemo really hard so you have a really heavy dose of chemo okay for one week that same heavy dose for another week that okay. same heavy dose for a third week and then if you got to keep going, so they hit it really, really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And then you keep going, but it's a, a lighter dose that you might take once every two weeks. Okay. So it's a lighter chemo. And then, uh, but you'll still feel like crap. And so, yeah, that's where I'm trying to keep the good vibes up because it's scientifically proven that if you are in a good headset, uh, you have a better chance of yeah. pulling through and doing doing better with, with it all. So, Well, I'm wondering then if, if you happen to feel anything from it you know it it changing the way that you feel or if there's any sort of uh aching or or pain you know i i guess i'm not sure how to describe it because i i wouldn't even know where to begin but then i'm wondering if that doesn't kick in until later like the second day or the third day or if it's so slow that it's Mm -hmm. being uh and it could it very well could be that uh you know, that second day could feel like shit, mm-hmm. you know, because it's in my system, it's going. Um, and then mm-hmm. it could be I have a few handful of because I get it off, I turn it in, and I have two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I, I sit on this for two weeks. So, you know, I could have a couple good days in there mm-hmm. and feel fine. And then it just, it might just hit me again. Mm-hmm. Or I might do well with it and just feel just fucking tired. And that's my, that's my hypothesis is that. Obviously, I have this energy to do talking and everything, but I have a feeling I'm just going to be run down. Oh, I bet. Like, that's where I'm going to be. And, yeah. <sighs> so, it's going to be... I don't want to sleep all the time because, like, yeah. that's my worry. I don't know. I want to at least... Be productive, feel be, like you're doing things. Yeah. And hopefully get my body to where it needs to be. Yeah. So, I don't know what that is or if I'm going about it wrong, you know, or... No, I don't think so. I You want to feel like you're doing stuff. Yeah. I mean, even when you're healthy, you don't want to feel like you're just sitting yeah. around doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, granted, this is the prime example of a time where you should feel comfortable <laughs> doing nothing, but yep. you don't necessarily want to feel like that. Yeah. You want to feel like you can still move around and... yeah. Do things you like to do. Yeah. I'm like, well, even today I listened to my headphones and had some Beatles on and just, I listened to Let It Be just to kind of mellow out, you know? Nice. Yeah. Good. So I don't know. I just want to give myself, I don't want to be too hard on myself, but that's uh, something I I do. We we don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. uh, It's going to be hard, man. You're going to find out. Yeah. And I'm I'm glad that it's sooner rather than later. I think I got they, really lucky. Yeah, this COVID going on. I think I just got really lucky that I could get in to the hospitals instead mm-hmm. of people said, "Well, so and so had cancer I knew of, and they had to wait three weeks before they can get treatment." Jeez. And I'm like turning it right back around, going, mm-hmm. "Nope, they got chairs. Mm-hmm. Let's go." There's that. There's the timing of COVID, and then there's our location where we are not really, our area hasn't been hit as hard yes. as other areas. So that's, yeah, uh, my, that's to your benefit. I was worried because... Yeah. Um, and everybody's benefit, I suppose. Yeah, I was a little worried because I know how much it does to your immune system. <clears throat> and uh, I just had these stents put in. Now, these stents stay in for about three months before I have to get them redone. Now, hopefully, wow. what would be cool is I don't have to deal with it in three months. 
Yeah. That'd be cool. Cross That'd your be fingers. Very cool. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know. But uh, so doctor said you got to get him replaced in three months and go through it again. So I was kind of worried. Because replaced as in take those out? It acts like a filter. Okay. So I got to take those out and they put new ones in. So I'm like, okay. I know very little about uh, this like, stuff. What? So I was just, I don't know, just a little concerned of where my uh, immune system is. Yeah. And going into a hospital, I know that they know their shit, but it's like, I don't know where I'll be, you know? And mm-hmm. then my dad's like, you know what? We're almost to the point where we're cresting or cresting. Uh, <laughs> it, I guess it's like a flood. Kind of. I don't know. Yeah, they they use the term apex a- yeah. and that we're going to level off. And yeah. Then, so we yeah. got a little bit of time before we, we start downhill. So by the time I need these done, I should be sitting okay. Because mm-hmm. even then, my dad looked up how many cases are in Story City or in Story County. Mm-hmm. And there's not a whole lot. And they're not in Mary Greeley. Yeah. You know, that's for sure. Yeah. It's like, okay. <sighs> so That's good. Yeah. It's comforting. I'm, I'm just kind of, all right, we'll see in three months <clears throat> what we're doing. But uh, it's weird. Um, we got through Easter, not really talking mm-hmm. about Easter. And we're just spending some time. Okay. And then mm-hmm. uh, dad turned 60 this Friday, you know. And uh, then come May, my birthday will be in the middle of May. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't know what that looks like, but uh, it's gonna be a rager. Uh-huh. Is what it's gonna look, look like. Looking forward to it. Middle of May. Ah, that's gonna be here before we know it. I know, man. <clears throat> I tell you, I don't know. I just had a birthday, and they're overrated. <laughs> hey, man. I'm just hoping I get as old as you, man. I probably will. I feel like I should take offense to that. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I won't. I'll let it slide I'll this get time. There. I'll get there. I'm going to let you have that one because you have cancer. Meh. <laughs> Outside of that, I'd argue it. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know, man, this whole. Well, I'll get there. I'm going to be around for a while, man. It's, yeah. You You're know, not going anywhere. I'm not. It's uh, it's all stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's like... If it uh, if it gets so bad, we will um, go to all the famous people that you've met. And we will remind them who you are, and they will pitch in additional funding. Yes. And uh, we're going to get not only a second opinion, but a fifth opinion. That's right. And then uh, upload my conscience to uh, (laughs) To the clouds. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I don't even know how that would work. We should have a whole episode yeah. on that. We need a lot of servers from Facebook and Altoona. Yeah. Just be like, all right, let's do fair. this. We should do that. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing? Uh what are you doing tonight? You gonna watch something? Uh yeah, I, I don't know. I've been watching The Good Place. Um That's a fun show. It is. It's weird. I only watched a couple episodes of the final season. Yeah. I need to I need to finish it. Uh-huh. So we started it and then I didn't know what Becky had seen. So we went back and started watching it again from the beginning in hopes that we would then catch up. Mm-hmm. But then uh, other things have been happening. We've been busy. So we may as well just start watching the final season. Yeah. And, like, you know, you get the gist of what happened in yeah. between the first episode and the rest of it. Yeah. So, so yeah, we, we've been watching that. And I think it's hard because dad's into different shows than I am. You mm-hmm. know, I like the I like the lighter shows that are like a half hour yeah. Um, I get like, I don't know. I get a little anxiety with the, the, uh, he likes the dramas. Yeah. But like, it's more, they're not bad shows, but like, it's the pacing you take for a 43 minute show. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like I'm going to lose my 43 minutes of time of, <clears throat> yep. like, ah, I don't know. Am I really interested in that? I don't, I'm, uh. There's a lot of those shows that I had to stop watching because the, it was almost like every episode had the same formula mm-hmm. with the exception of like maybe three in a season and three out of 23 is not great mm-hmm. to have a, a, a different story or whatever. I remember I really loved the show. We watched the shit out of Castle with Nathan Fillion. Oh, yeah. And it was a great show. And then something happened and they started following the same formula over and over and you would know exactly when somebody would come in, like run into the scene with the with the information that they needed in order to solve this case. And and it, it, it became too predictable. Like, and then they started tossing in uh, like product 
placement. Same thing happened to Bones. Oh, I used yeah. to watch that too. Uh, and uh, and I felt bad because I liked him so much. Yeah. But I, I just said, I don't think I want to watch this yeah, anymore. Because it's not, well, it stopped being yeah. fun. Yeah. And it's hard to, like, you know, especially those uh, uh, shows that go on for seasons and seasons. Yeah. It's hard to drop it. But mm-hmm. then you hear stuff. Oh, no, they got it. Just skip uh-huh. four and five. Come to season yeah. six. You'll be good. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Let me tell you what show I'm never going to finish. The Walking Dead. I'm it's out. It's been on for 5,000 seasons. I'm out. I've been out since I've been divorced. Like, I checked. Well, maybe this was about the same time. It was around the time that, and this is a spoiler, but nobody cares, uh, that Carl got infected. Coral. Yeah, Coral. Uh, he got infected and then it went to like a mid-season break. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I watched anything after that. Right. I think I was done. Hmm. So, and now it's been, yeah, like three years more since hmm. then. Right. Yeah. I've, I don't know. I haven't been paying attention. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's been those core, uh, big, uh, uh, characters yeah that you know i've either died off or they decide they're not coming back you know that i think people are like meh like i still i still follow things on facebook not walking dead stuff but uh, places uh or um companies like nerdist page their pages where they will put up a a thing about it saying so-and-so comes back and so-and-so Ooh. came back for this episode and were you surprised by this? And yeah, I was I like, I the, was surprised because I didn't watch it. Yeah, well, I love the interaction of it because like, you know, three, four seasons in, it yeah. was kind of taken off. Mm-hmm. And then it was cool that there's a talk show of a show. Yeah, that and was fun when like, I watched oh, it. Yeah. That was great. And then they're like, wait, they're going to push it to an hour now. Uh, like, we're going to bring this back around yeah. to uh, Pluto TV, Yeah, that app we were talking about, because one of the times that I tuned into it, it was like an at midnight marathon. It's right. It was great. It's right. I they missed that show. Yeah. So, that show was so good. Uh, they did like 100 episodes. That was uh, it. And then they're like, that's it. But it was like, you can keep this going for yeah. so long. I wish they would have. Mm-hmm. Was that, did that take place about the time that he ended up selling Nerdist or was that afterwards? Um, I think it was a little after. Was it? Because he was doing Nerdist, he was doing At Midnight, Mm -hmm. Stand Up, Mm -hmm. and uh, Talking Dead. Yeah. And then there was like one more in there. And then I think I feel like he wasn't very busy. He did that other game show. There was a Mm -hmm. game show where he did. The 100? I think that was. Is that what it? Somewhere, yeah. Something something like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So he was doing five gigs at a time. <sighs> Meanwhile, I was at home. But how weird is it though? At that time, he had the Nerdist podcast. Mm-hmm. You'd watch Talking. You'd watch Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Then you'd watch Tune Talking in to Dead, Talking Dead. And then you'd like someone would be on his podcast. And like, mm-hmm. Oh, Norman Reedus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It just it was. So, if you're into that, that's the perfect thing. Right. You know. Right. But you're right. If you're not, it's just too much shit, and you're like, eh, I don't care. <laughs> and it's just that, you know, but now it's just kind of changed and yeah, I don't know. It's oh, like, well. yeah. yeah, Pluto's fucking cool. Go download. It's free. It's really cool. I just showed it to Lance. Yeah. It's got like 24-7 poker, 24-7 uh, channel. That's awesome. It's got a 24-7 uh, Fear Factor channel. Uh, there was a couple nights in a row I just watched Crank Anchors. Yeah. yeah. See? Comedy. There's this Good stuff. 24-7 stand-ups, 24-7 Comedy Central. Uh, yeah, it's pretty wild. I'm just it's all free. Yeah, with commercials. Take advantage of it. There's real. Come movies. on, people. Yeah. There's real also, movies on there. Pluto TV. If you uh, want us to, you know, plug keep you. keep, uh, keep plugging away for keep you, you just toss a little scratch our way. That's all we need. We need a little scratch. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> hey, we're at an hour. All right. Is that good? Is it? I feel pretty good about this. I think so too. Uh, we're gonna keep checking in. And, yeah. uh, yeah, we'll keep talking and we're not going to always have episodes that are, you know, just about this because yeah. I would imagine that pretty soon there's going to be less to report and, uh, no more news fun. is good news yeah. and, and good news is good news. Yeah. I just want more fun, man. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be, I, I think you're set up pretty nice here. Yeah. Are all these over here, your old DVDs? Yeah. 
Nice. Now I have them all. I digital. see Zoolander. Yep. I see Superbad. What's the one above Superbad? Future 2, Superbad, The Shining. The Shining. Over there. Uh, oh, that's what that one is. Pursuit yeah. of Happiness on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith over there. You remember buying DVDs? Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Money out the window. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, Joe, love you long time. Uh, Thank you all. Tomorrow's going to go swimmingly, I'm sure. That's right. And uh, you're not going to talk to these people, but you'll talk to me. That's right. And it's uh, really and more important. Cool. So that's fine. All right. Later, Cheers, Gators. everyone. Bye. Okay. Is that my phone freaking out? My phone, probably mine, yeah. Oh, it's my daughter. Oh, boo. My daughter's calling. Whatever. All right, should we see what she wants? What's up? Hey, sweetie. Oh What's going on? Uh, we have a little predicament of me and Sam. We boarded off my um, closet, kind of, and Evie's right next to me out in my, like, on my, next to my bed. Okay. Sam's in my closet with Sophia. Okay. And we're trying to get Sophia to be, like interactive a little bit more and like more nicer and like so that they can also become friends so you're trying and to trap the cats together to be friends kind of Ooh. okay so what do you need i was wondering if you can stop by the store i need like a bag or two of cat treats and then some mice or whatever okay or one of those like wand toys one of those wand toys will be perfect. this is very important Oh, Evie farted. Oh. Okay. Goodbye. Well, that was worth it. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs>